jolly good it's a land of hope and glory mother of the free <laughs> that's peter noon the voice of britain the mancunian voice you are a mancunian aren't you i am i was born in manchester Dave Hume park hospital what a dump it was a dump, huh? No, Manchester. <laughs> yeah? Still? Have you been back? No, I think it's okay now. Since they bombed it, it's come back quite nicely. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you look at gonomad.com, it looks like people are in love in Manchester. Uh, yeah, well, there are a couple of nice days every year. Yeah. It's not raining. Well, let's find out from Max Hartorn just how Manchester is oh, these days. Hello, Max. Hey, good to, good to be with you, Peter and Arthur and everybody else in <laughs> hey, Radio Max. and TV land. <laughs> in Disneyland out here, yeah. So you went to Manchester, which is Peter's home turf. So uh, did you did you go to the Peter Noon Museum? I, well, I'm a little I'm a little self conscious here about whether I'm going to tell Peter things he already knows. Or I hope no, I know nothing. Right. I left 52 years ago. Okay, well, it's a lot nicer than since you since you left. They've done oh, a lot of sure. things after you got out of town. <laughs> yeah, they cleaned it up nicely. <laughs> Where'd you go? What'd you, what'd you do? Well, you know, Manchester, you know, of course, it was great timing for anybody who, who loves football, as they say in England. I was there for the final game of the World Cup, and what a better place to watch that than in Manchester, the soccer capital of England, I think, with yeah. Manchester United and Manchester City and those two other teams right out of town. I mean, they're vying for the 2018 World Cup, and hopefully they might get it. I think they will. It's a soccer-crazy place. So that was part of the fun, just being able to see that game and then just walk around those canals and the shops and the uh, cafes and bars they have sort of nicely positioned around the Deansgate area where they have all those canals. Mm. They take it seriously, their, their soccer, don't they? I mean, They really do. You know, I, mean, you go, I remember going into a pub, and there was four different rooms, and everybody was just glued to the set. No, uh, no jovial, crazy stuff. Just let's watch the game, and, and let's hope for the best team to win. Yeah, it was a lousy game, but I, I, you, I would agree Manchester's probably the, a good place to w- watch. What are the it, colors yeah. of Manchester United, Peter? Do you remember? Red. Red. Go Just red. red. Everything's red in Manchester yeah. United, yeah. Oh. And the other thing I wanted to mention was there's a photograph in the article by Go Nomad, and it shows a hotel, a famous hotel, the Hilton Deansgate, and that has a 20, on the 23rd floor, there's a panoramic uh, bar, which is a great place for somebody visiting Manchester who wants to just see what the outlying city looks like. It's a lovely view, and from floor 23 to floor 50 are private apartments owned by, sometimes owned by footballers, we've heard. Um, various different celebrities and rich people buy those apartments, and down below there's a hotel right in the downtown Manchester, Hilton. Is, is this an industrial part of England? It's an industrial part of England, but, you know, as many of us know, you know, England is, you know, England is no longer the powerhouse in terms of coal, you know. They don't have coal in Newcastle anymore. And so now the big emphasis is on communication, high tech, and the biggest news in Manchester is that BBC is relocating some 3,000 employees from London to Manchester. How'd you like that if you lived in London? Now you live in Manchester. Well, you got a great job up there, but it's a whole different city. It's only, didn't two, you? it's only two hours on the train now. I mean, it's just England became really small. It used to be very difficult to travel in England, but now, you know, when you think you can go from London to Manchester in two hours on a train? Uh, it's on British Rail, right? It when really, it, when yeah, it works. Really, um, rail has they, done a great what they job. did is they denationalized. They they went private. They sold the railways to people, and right. now it's a Virgin train from Manchester to London. It takes two hours, and you can get a bacon sandwich with HB sauce. You can have what you want. Once upon a time, British Railways was you get this. Or but it was government up. run, yeah, right? right? Now you can. I also hear that they, they've, they've they've just changed their health care, going away from the nationalized health care. We're going the other direction. I, I, I think they need to do something about the dental care first. <laughs> <laughs> do they have orthodontists there? 
I, I don't know, but I'm sure there's a big call for it. I mean, if I was, if I lived in Santa Barbara and I was looking for a dental health care, Manchester would not come to the top of my list. But tell us about Manchester because I miss it. I do have yeah. lots of friends and family there. Well, as you see by some of the photographs on the article on Go Nomad, which is published today, one of the most beautiful buildings and most beautiful attractions is the Imperial War Museum North. They still call it Imperial. I would have changed that just to war. Yeah, they, it has to be Imperial. Well, they want to commemorate uh, the people who lived through the wars, and a lot of the most poignant moments of that museum are hearing from the voices of the people who lived through the, the blitz of Manchester and London. As you know, yeah. Manchester was just about totally destroyed yep. by the Nazi bombs and by the, during the blitz. So a lot of it's new since, you know, 1990. 1940s and beautiful buildings like this have come up and across the actually across from the river across from this building is where the BBC are going to be taking putting together their large digital digital content uh, factory sort of thing and the other it, thing, it looks other very futuristic over there already it looks it like is, the other yeah, side of the Thames that was designed by the same guy who did the did the memorial at the World Trade Center Dan, Daniel Liebskond hmm. um, and now how about eating did you have any uh, good fish and chips we, you know, fish and chips were the least of what we had. One of one of the guys I was with was kept on being so proud and so happy that they had blood pudding on every menu for breakfast. Uh. But no, the culinary, you know, England's culinary star has risen so much higher, and we got a chance to meet some chefs and some of the the wonderful products they have are local. Like they have Yorkshire tea. They have the special tea they make for the Yorkshire region. They have Yorkshire lamb, and they have beautiful produce. And some, of course, the the creme fraiche and the dairy products are are English. And the the appreciation for good quality locally sourced food is that we share here in Santa Barbara and in all over the Cal- you know, in the East Coast, they certainly have in England. And it, it was wonderful to see the you know, small portions, artfully prepared, artisan, and oh, focusing on the quality. What yeah, about- there, there's loads of great places to eat in Manchester. I mean, I, I, I'm fascinated because truly it was really one of the nastiest places on, in, in England. It was like a, an industrial town. It was black. It was dirty. They had people died in Manchester in the 50s from the smog, from all the factories. I mean, it was really a, a nasty time. But every time you go back, they fixed it up and no one would have ever conceived. I think when I was a kid growing up there. I went to school there. I went to boarding school in Manchester, and there were only two restaurants. There were two restaurants that my yeah. parents could go to, and now there's two restaurants on every block. I mean, it is sure. explosive. Yeah, and, and it's and all positive. Rich. You know, yeah. it's a positive from a negative, really, because you know, in 1996 there was a terrorist bomb. A 3,000 pound bomb went off in the center of Manchester and destroyed a Marks and Spencer department store in an entire other city block. But as a result of that, there was a big gal- a sort of a galvanization, like, okay, we've got to really build this city to be a pedestrian-friendly, open, sunny place. So. Yeah. The Manchester wheel is up now, the beautiful sort of London Isle type of wheel. You can spin around in center of Manchester in a large area, which is a pedestrian-only area like they have in many parts of the continent. And it's lovely, and it was you know, almost a direct result of that terrible tragedy where, fortunately, not, you know, there wasn't a huge injury toll because it took place at night, but just about the whole, the whole store was destroyed in the whole block. Yeah. Wow, they didn't decide to build a, a mosque there instead. No, they, no, they got my <laughs> bank, though. They did take my bank. I went looking for my bank, and, and my mother had worked there when I was a kid, and, and I couldn't understand because the bank had been moved to another place, and that's because the bank had gone and they'd rebuilt it on another street. But they'd changed the street name to match the bank. Mm-hmm. Now, on another area. musical, you know, I wanted to mention another musical note for Peter. You know, there's a couple of seminal, seminal moments in English-British British musical history that took place at the Free Trade Hall yeah. uh, in Manchester. The Sex Pistols played there yeah. and had an enthusiastic crowd of some wood people that will be, you know, were going to be famous in the years to come. And then Bob Dylan's famous uh, rendition with his electric guitar and being called Judas by yeah. an audience member. Yeah. That's oh. all Manchester was. Uh, yeah, it was always at the front of it. And it's the bir- it was the birthplace of British socialism. And, uh, 
You know, I, I have a little, a little quick Manchester story. My grandfather was a member of the Manchester res- Regiment and was taken prisoner of war in, in Baghdad. And the whole Manchester Regiment was annihilated except for my grandfather. Wow. And, that, and it, that'll be in that, it, what they call the Imperial. I think that should change the word Imperial. Yeah. I think you should just call it the British well, War. I think imperialism is not one of the things that British people want. You to want to forget that. <laughs> yeah, that. Right. yeah, well, they actually put the word north on there to differentiate from the one in London. Okay, good. I think the, <laughs> I think the London one has changed its name to the British War Museum because my oh. grandfather's got a letter in there that he wrote from prison to his wife. Wow. Would yeah. that be your grandmother? Yeah. <laughs> but it was his wife. Well, thank, thank God he made it. Just Otherwise, you wouldn't be here right now, right? And we, we, You're we would, right. And there'd be kind of a real hush all over but, the oh, oh, Manchester, I'm, glad, I'm, glad, I'm so happy if, you, if anybody would think of Manchester as a toy. Did you go to the Trafford Center? We, we did went to the Trafford Center. The Trafford Center is in the center of the, of the town, and there's about 200 stores, 30 restaurants, really booming, you know, very nice architecture again with that open area. Very, they've, they've, got, they've really got the shopping mall thing down there, you know, yeah, yeah. these open air areas. It's, it's, it's like Mall of America in Manchester, which is hard to imagine. It's got lights and, and all kinds of different and, – and, and England also is kind of a great place because it truly has become a melting pot. You're actually quite proud to be English when you go there because there's every kind of race of intermingled and married and had children. And it's kind of – it's comforting, isn't it, it's a, uh, to be in England? You know, you, it, it really is. I, as an American, as an American, it's fun being there because you feel like you're with people that understand you. You know, you, you don't have the language issue. I mean, of course, you have a little bit of an accent issue, but it's not like being on the continent where you know you're trying to figure out whether they speak English or not. And it's wonderful for Americans. It's a great place to visit. I think that there's also now there's, there's another recommendation for us. There's a new flight every day on American direct from JFK to Manchester, and they'll have that'll be seasonal service. So those planes are full. People People are really enjoying this. They, they oh, there are loads of a- flights to Manchester. You can go from you can go on Continental from Newark. You can go from Philadelphia nonstop. You can go from Pittsburgh. It's an easy, easy place to go to. Max, yeah. great to have you on board. People can check out your uh, article at gonomad.com. Thanks for joining us today and hope to have you back very soon. Okay, thank you very much. All right. Thanks, We're going to take a break here. When, when we come back, Ann Abernathy is going to take us live to Aspen, Colorado. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.